You know what's popular with intuitive readings? Predictions. Everyone wants a good prediction and then everyone wants the prediction to come true. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about the actual realities of it so you can use predictions to your highest good. This is your moment. answer to the question of if predictions come true is yes and no. <laughs> now, predictions come through in a lot of ways. And I'm actually in this video, I'm going to talk to you about why predictions don't come true, what you can do to help predictions come true. And also, you know, what's happening behind the scenes that makes the prediction come through at the time that it does. But we're also going to touch base on sometimes the accuracy is just not there. So we got a few things to cover. Let's jump on in. First, I'm going to say predictions come to people in different ways. So for the majority of this video, I'm going to be talking about predictions in conjunction with you getting an intuitive reading from someone else. So an actual reader giving a sitter a prediction. But predictions can come through in dream state. Predictions can come through in just aha moments for yourself personally in your day-to-day -day life. There's other ways that predictions can come through. Sometimes there are individuals that that is their focus, is predictions, and they can do them on global scales as well. But for this video, I'm going to talk about when you go and get a reading from someone else and they give you a prediction. What is happening? <laughs> okay, first thing I'm going to tell you is that predictions can be accurate in the moment. In the moment that you are sitting with the reader and a future prediction comes in that says, this is what's going to happen. In that moment, because we are on linear time, if the intuitive isn't well-versed in removing themselves intuitively from linear time, which is a very advanced technique, and there's no judgment around that, most, most intuitives aren't focused on that. Most intuitives are focused on just getting the purest form of information that comes through for the sitter. But if that intuitive is still really very much anchored in the, to the linear time, more often than not, that's going to be the case for all intuitives when they're doing readings. They're going to see what's coming up as it's happening in this moment now in the future, meaning the future changes. We do have a version of free will. I'll probably go into that a little bit later in a future video, but we do have a kind of a version of free will. So things can morph and change as we go along. Absolutely meaning we could be heading down a straight road for the next year. Two months from now, we can shift everything to where we take a left or we take a right. So things can change. This is going to be the first reason that predictions might not come to fruition. The second reason, I can't wait for the third reason, The because the third reason is really important. But the second reason is not every intuitive, I'm going to rephrase that, intuitives are not 100% accurate. If you find an intuitive that says that they are 100% accurate all the time, put your wallet away and run away as fast as you can. That is not how intuition works. It is absolutely not how it works. The only way an intuitive can be 100% accurate all of the time is if they have absolutely no opinion, absolutely no um, history of personal programming, being a human, 
um, culture, yes and no, all of that. Everything that kind of makes us who we are as people in this linear time with this programming mind of ours is going to get in the way of that 100% accuracy. Physical body anchored in, linear time, human, not 100% accurate, bottom line. So keep that in mind that there is the chance, even if you have an absolutely ethical, dear, wonderful reader, there's many of them out there. Even if you have the, the, the most wonderful reader, absolutely ethical and accurate as, as much as you could possibly get, there still might be a moment where the information comes through and it's translated off a little bit or it might not be spot on. All right, let's get to number three. Because this is the part that I, I tell my students and that's when I can see the aha moments kind of clicking in for them is when I explain that predictions are based on future requirements and behavior. What I mean by this is that you're here in linear time, right? Let's say it's Thursday and you hear a prediction about what's gonna happen next Monday. You're very excited about this prediction about what's gonna happen next Monday. But there are always, and if you're an intuitive reader, um, consider throwing this into your, your, um, your flow of reading. There are always going to be things that your guides, your higher self, and yourself here in human form need to pay attention to, focus on, not let go, or do between Thursday and Monday to make sure that that prediction comes true. The easiest way I can explain this to you is by giving you an example, giving you an example of a reading that I did myself years ago. So I did a reading for a, a young woman. She was in, I'm going to guess she was in her late 20s and she had a, a really bad fallout with her husband. She was very much in love, but they had a very bad fallout and he moved out. He left her and she's having this reading with me. And, and her question is, is he going to come back? And I'm tapped in and I could see, yes, he's coming back in six months. They even gave me the timeline and it came through very clearly. But you know what else came through? Two things that she had to do. They said, yes, he's coming back, but not until you, the sitter, the, the young woman, you make amends with your sister and you apply and start going to college. She's like, what do you mean? I said, are you fighting with your sister? She says, yes. Okay, that's what I mean. You need to, to, to work out some common ground with your sister. The other thing, this college piece, they literally in the reading showed me the, the college brochure. Yeah, this was a long time ago when we used to actually go to places and get brochures, paper brochures. But they literally showed me the college brochure on her kitchen table. I said, you have in your home a brochure to the college you want to go to. She goes, well, yeah, but that has nothing to do with my marriage. And I'm like, yes, it does. You need to apply to school. So in the next six months, he is coming back, but your guides are telling me very strictly that he will, he's only, that's only going to happen if you make amends with your sister and you apply and, and start going to school. She said, okay, 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 okay. Got it. Got it. Awesome. We finished on with the rest of the reading. <laughs> six months to the day. I looked it up later. I looked back at my schedule when this happened and went, wow, this is six months and one day later. This young lady contacted me mad at me. You said my husband was coming back and he's not. He didn't come back. It's been six months and she was livid. Absolutely livid. Now, mind you, this is six months later. I have no recollection of what I can barely remember 
what I read the day before, but this is six months later. And so I said, you're going to have to help me. I said, honey, you're going to have to help me out. <laughs> what was this about? Tell me a little bit more because I don't remember. I'm not tapped in right now. Like I'm not in duty. Like we're not doing another session here. I'm just trying to respond. Tell me, do you, is there anything else you remember about it? And she was like, yeah, you said six months and, and, um, something about college. And then it started rushing back to me and I remembered it and went, got it. You were supposed to do two things. You were supposed to go to school and you were supposed to do something else. What was that? And she goes, Oh, I remember her saying some garbage about me making up with my sister. And I went, okay, so I'm going to assume you didn't make up with your sister. She goes, absolutely not. And I said, okay, that's cool. I said, did you, did you apply to school? She goes, no. Mm -mm. And I said, well, here's the deal. Didn't they come through and say he was going to come back in six months if you, you know, made events with your sister and went to school? She goes, well, yeah, but that's not the point. You said he would come back in six months. I'm like, okay, I'm going to just take a, a guess here on a whim. Cause again, I was not tapped in in the moment. I said, I'm just going to take a guess here on a whim that perhaps these are two things that would have helped you personally, which would have inadvertently helped the relationship between you and your husband, perhaps the school is going to give you that sense of independence that you used to have so strong that, you know, and you, you get back into that, or maybe making amends with your sister, maybe that wouldn't be such a, a hot topic. I don't know, but you didn't do those things. That's, that was part of the session. So we, we finally came around to talking through it and helping her to say, you know what, it's okay. Let's just keep going. Let's call the sister. Let's, let's keep starting to dream about what you want to do in your life and your future. And let's, and we worked through it and it was good, but whoo, she was mad at me. And, uh, but there's not, there's not, I mean, I can't make the husband come back. I can just tell her what I see, feel, and hear. I wish she would have followed up with me, but that was really the ending of it. That's a great example of future predictions relying on certain things. When we get a prediction and we go, yay, I'm just going to sit back and have this prediction happen. Many times it doesn't because there's something that you need to do. You need to do. And life is not about the end goal and the end predictions that come through. Even though sitters are going to come in and, and you might, or you might go to a reading and you just really want to know, just tell me what's going to happen and then I'll just wait for it to happen. Readings are really more about confirming that the person is on the right path, confirming that the person is that your sitter, the person you're reading for is really focused on the things that are super, super important. And then also talking about what is coming up, but remembering to, uh, to, to talk about the important things about getting there. You know what I mean? Getting there. Life is about growth and change and adjustment and if we have a problem, but we don't want to do anything and we just want the prediction to happen, we're going to run into a wall over and over. We're going to fall flat because sometimes our guides, our loved ones on the other side are waiting for us to cross that T, dot that I in order to bring something into our life. Perhaps, and this is what I like to think, that that husband and wife really were destined to be together, but her, um, maybe she had lost some of her feeling of independence and her feeling of self-power. Maybe she needed to get that back to, to get back to who she was so they could connect again on the level that they connect so deeply on. These are all very positive things, but we got to do stuff to make it happen. So let's review. Either a prediction doesn't come true because accuracy just wasn't on. 
okay? Or a prediction doesn't come through because life direction just changed so much. But mostly I find that predictions, if they're accurate, the life direction is really solid in where you're going, predictions don't come true in the timely fashion that somebody wants them to, it's typically because we're not doing some of the steps to get there. Very much like manifesting. You can say it out loud, you can feel it, you can create your story. It's one of the techniques that I teach in, in my Sage Circle community. You can create your story. Other people can get on board creating your story with you. It's absolutely fun in the manifesting world. But in the end, you have to actively do and participate and heal and grow in order for these things to come to fruition too. Just how it is. So predictions, yes, they do come true. No, they don't come true. <laughs> Some of them are very simple. You're going to meet a new friend in the next five years and then four and a half years later, all of a sudden you meet your new best friend. Yeah, that makes sense. But most predictions, most things that are coming up typically take some sort of growth or change or activity or to-do list in order for them to happen. And in the end too, I was working with one of my uh, Sage Method practitioners and she was talking to another um, spiritual reader. And that spiritual reader, I remember was adamant about readings are only predictions. There's no reason to get a reading if you're not getting a prediction. Actually, no. <laughs> a reading is to connect the person to the guides, to the loved ones, to that person's higher self, to review where they're at, talk about the things that they should be focusing on right now in order to stay on the path that they want to stay on. And then also, yes, here are some of the things coming up. So my bottom line would be not only yes and no to predictions, don't hold on to them too tightly. Go for what you want to go for in life. Use your manifesting abilities. Go ahead and go get a reading for confirmation purposes. But be an active participant in your conscious creator experience here on Earth. This podcast is brought to you by The Sage Method, the most comprehensive and down-to-earth intuitive development training available. Is this your year? Is it finally your time to increase your intuition, bring in more abundance, and experience the bliss you deserve? If yes, then join thousands of students across the world for a seven-week journey to uncover your natural, beautiful, and strong intuition. Visit us at thesagemethod.com for more information.